When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are we going cheap? Are we going Lamar? What are we doing at wide receiver? Are we spending up at tight end or are we going cheap? And they are expecting football knowledge out of this show. And that, ladies and gentlemen, are what we are going to give them. So with that, I'd like to welcome in my host, Peter Overzet, Daniel Gasper, and Davis Maddock. Guys, how's it going today? Holy cow, Dave, you're dialed in right now. I could tell you I, looked at the slate for about 14 minutes and you nailed that intro. Yeah. Uh, listen, after reading, I, I, I took a hard look after last week's show. Lots of people saying they enjoy the show without Davis on it. And, you know, just figuring out kind of what the special sauce is to the Swolecast. And I'm here to basically say I'm sorry to everybody that I've disappointed so far this season. I'm going to do better. Uh, and also Tuttle, you did a great job last week. You know what? I appreciate that, Dave. I, I was yeah. really looking for the, uh, the breakdown of your Disney trip though. Is I thought I for sure that was for. how the show was going to be just uh, Dave. No. Yeah. No, it's Before. a football show. It's a football show. Like old swole cast, we might have like said, "Oh yeah, Kitchen missed out on the Dehember, you know, my massive game, and the the Trimble touchdown while he was in line at Disney." New show. We're just gonna go straight into the content. But I do have to ask for both Davis and Kitchen. Did you guys watch last week's show, or did you just read the comments? Yeah, I, I watched. Well, I was watching it live from Vegas and then on the way to the airport. Uh, so I was watching it, and I honestly, I was I was impressed. And <laughs> I I thought like, who has like Tuttle went from just uh, the Grinch to like like Mister Positivity? No one was making fun of each other. Uh, like I feel like Sammy had a couple of bad takes and instead of like just drilling him for it, you guys were like, Oh yeah. And then you should have moved on to the next one. Like 
it was a positive show. It was an uplifting show. And I think the comments, they, uh, they spoke for themselves. Yeah, the commenters, I mean, uh, that was one of the uh, more fun comment section reads I've had in a long time. They really brought it uh, last week in the comment section. Yeah. Uh, Davis, are you are you good now? Like, are you okay? I know you had a scratchy voice last week. <laughs> no, um, I'm I'm still sick, to be honest. Um no, I didn't. I didn't watch or read the comments, but it, it sounds. It sounds like they had fun. Was was it? What did people really like it? They loved it. I'm. I, I'm. Sammy's very good, and um, you know, Tuttle's good at talking about football. So whenever we can avoid uh, talking about the the Titans for like 17 minutes of an hour show, it's it's probably pretty good. I feel like I've avoided Titans. Tuttle went to the Titans well last week. He even had a, a Titans terrible take with uh, did not work you know, out. or did not did not work out. You you touted Kadarius Tony though a couple weeks ago, right? Tuttle as your terrible take. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, so you were just just, just like, a week late. I feel like the tremble and the Tony takes. We were we were right there on the cusp and uh, just didn't get it, but. Yeah, that tremble uh, slate breaker. <laughs> what do we, I mean, the tight end, we'll get to it, but uh, Leone was basically just complaining yesterday. You know, woe is me. I keep on paying up for tight ends, <laughs> and they don't go off until the showdowns lay. Oh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll talk about tight ends. We'll talk about strategy. Some of the uh, the injuries. Um, and Peter, I want to get to you as far as the overzet overview. Yeah. Overzet overview of the week. You know, things are really tightening up, Dave. We do have uh bye weeks hitting. We have mm. less games. I believe we only have three, 4 PM games this week. So things are, are starting to get tough here. We're going to see a lot of interest in this Baltimore Los Angeles chargers game. We're going to see a lot of interest in this Rams giants game. And uh, per usual, not a ton of wide receiver value this week. I'm excited to hear Davis Maddox takes on Meikle Hardman. Could we be heading toward a Meikle Hardman chalk week here at 4,200 with a banged up Tyree kill? And also some interesting situations at running back, Dave, with the Chiefs as well. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, of course, is on injured reserve. He will be out for three weeks. And uh, that's just a bit about what I'm seeing. If you want more, I can keep going. No, I think that I think it's good, but do people really want Tuttle's takes after last week? Uh, so I think with every position, we are going to just going to start first with Tuttle because we're going to give the people what they want. So uh, Tuttle, what are you seeing as far as the team stacks and just how how everything is shaping up there? Well, I was hoping that you guys could talk about Mooncats now or something like that, but no, um, it's going to be football. No Mooncats, huh? no soccer hey, I- lineups. We could do one NFT. Davis, you want to tell him about your Gronk Is this NFT? The lazy Lions? No. No. So so yesterday <laughs> I am I'm in the queue for the Gronk NFT, the first one, the base one. And I'm posting a podcast and I am putting my I'm getting my dog ready to go to the vet to go get her chemo thing. And I I bonk the the first Gronk NFT. I'm like walking out of the door because I got to drive like 45 minutes. So I just listed up right away. I'm like, okay, I paid, what is it? 12 bucks. So I listed it for 39. I immediately get the email that it's sold. I'm like, well, that's it's probably a bad sign. 
I open it up. I listed the jersey number, the Gronk number 87 for 39 bucks. Davis. So probably like a, I'd guess like a $900 mistake, maybe more. I don't know how much uh, the jersey numbers. Oh, like no. on Top Shot, it would be a big deal. But well, I mean, I've lost that. That was a $1,000 mistake. I've lost like way more than that on NFTs in the last week. So to be and honest, it's a little, it's a little. Like when you played the wrong, uh, is it the wrong Hernandez or who was it? The you played the wrong uh, last name. Su- Su- There's two J Suarez's. I played the wrong one. I mean, I oh for I pitching, mean, yeah. yeah. I, I, to be honest, to be honest, I have lost money in 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 dumber ways. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's all part of the process. So uh, Davis, you learn from it. You moved on. Um, I've. I'm glad that we're, that's the only NFT talk that uh, that we're going to be talking about because this is all week six DFS from here on out. So Tuttle. Yeah. Um, well, first thing I want to talk about real quick, and I thought you were kind of alluding to it when you were giving the Leone story about tight ends. The first thing yeah. that, that stuck to, out to me on DraftKings pricing wise is they lowered the, the salaries of the top tier tight ends. So we got really? Travis Kelsey down at 7K, Darren Waller's at 6,600. That's like 1,000 to 1,500 bucks cheaper um, than what we've typically seen. So I think that makes things in uh, a more interesting dynamic on DraftKings this weekend because Kelsey's a de facto 7K receiver. Um, I have no problem flexing him, and flexing him out um, on this slate, especially because we get Davis Maddox, favorite player to ever play the position of tight end ricky seals jones literally my day one day one yeah yeah so i I think that's interesting on the slate um in terms of like this the stacks that's the the top one of the slate right is ricky seals jones travis kelsey that that washington kansas city game pretty easily i think the top overall stack i think anything under that is going to be a little bit lower owned on the slate just because I think Mahomes is such a smash play. Michael Hardman has already been mentioned. Kelsey's price has been mentioned. Um, so anything other than that, like that Arizona Cleveland game uh, has a fairly high, high total um, Dallas, New England has a fairly high total. Those games will all go a little bit lower owned. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a few, uh, like, it's kind of a gross game, but it's that Detroit Cincinnati game as far as some of the players being a uh, like popping in the in the optimals and the projections that we have there on on rotor grinders. Uh, is that too gross of a game stack, Peter? Uh, probably for a game stack, but I see what you're seeing there, too. I think with the minis like the DeAndre Swift with a Tyler Boyd or T Higgins, I think that's going to be fairly popular this week. Uh, yeah, uh, TJ Hawkinson also 5k. We talked about the uh, the tight end there. Uh, any other game stacks that you're liking this week, Davis? I mean, I think pretty clearly the best one is the Chargers Baltimore game because it's the it's the answer to can the Chargers just keep playing these weird games where they force other teams to go for it on fourth down, you know, and, and go for two. And, and, you know, the Ravens would be, the Ravens are like a version of the Browns, but with talented players on their roster, like, you know, Lamar, instead of Baker, Marquise Brown, instead of Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, I actually, my, I think probably my biggest hot take of the week is that, the Ravens are passing so often now because all their running backs are so bad that for the first time in his career, Lamar Jackson is double stackable, that you can actually get away with going Lamar, Hollywood, 
Mark Andrews. And if I understood the report correctly on Rashad Bateman, they didn't activate him last week so that he wouldn't have to be on a pitch count this week. Now, maybe that's not true. And maybe, you know, we'll get the, the Schefter report, you know, assuming that John Harbaugh tells him that it's okay to report that, uh, that Rashad Bateman is not on, uh, not on a, a, a pitch count, you know, no um, Shefty shade oh, on wow. this show. No, he, <laughs> like he, he has watched the swole cast before. Like at one point, I think before Peter, when, um, with, when Evan was on, um, he was a pretty devout, uh, swole cast fan because I made a joke uh, about he and, and rap sheet and really just lumped him into the, the rap sheet quote, but um, I got a message that he, he might not have appreciated that. So, uh, Davis, please, no shefty slander. You know what? The- I'm going to go ahead and guess he's not a viewer anymore. It's just, uh, it's just a guess. You, know, you never know. You never know. Um, so so that, that Chargers-Ravens game, and then um, Arizona-Cleveland, Arizona too. I guess the, the other one would be – my, my vomit stack would be – Rams Giants because I think people get a little bit of sticker shock with Kadarius Tony up at 5600. Daniel Jones was at practice today, even though Joe Judge didn't know that he was. And um, you know Evan Ingram, we we all hate him, but what can you do? The vomit stack. Throw ten dollars on there, see what happens. You know what? Also, you can throw ten dollars on BetMGM. That's right. Use promo code GrindersBet on BetMGM. You can throw. You can immediately have ten dollars be turned in to two hundred dollars. Again, that's promo code GrindersBet on BetMGM. All right, let's segue into the quarterback position. Tuttle, what are you seeing at quarterback this week? You're having a great show, Dave. I just need to keep saying that. Yeah, that's great. That's I, I, great was gonna, I was going to. I was going to say. Plug. Dave must have been so shook from that show last week. If, <laughs> I if had to ran, reevaluate. If he, like, if he ran projections, if he ran, if he ran optimals before this show started, like I know Dave is shook. Like Cam, Cam must have taken him aside and been like, "Dude, you got to take it seriously." <laughs> All the comments, people just want the football takes. No giggles, no giggles this week. Oh, no, they want, uh, they want, they want football takes on a football show. I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> As we're um, giggling, Tuttle. Yeah, quarterback though. <laughs> um, well, we can start out where Davis mentioned with the Baltimore Chargers game. I actually do think that's one of the more basically any game that involves the Chargers, I think, is one of the more intriguing games to watch on a weekly basis. Last week they played a team that can't throw the ball very good at running. Um, now they're gonna play a team that can throw the ball and has like their run running back group has like an age medium of like 45 years old uh latavius murray Devontae freeman tyson williams finally got back back in the mix uh, but it'll be interesting to see because the chargers are actually very good at defending the pass uh, even though they let david Njoku go crazy on him last week um but still I, I like lamar jackson is the first guy that i saw optimizer spit out this week shout out to the blitz he's the guy that is just getting jammed in there um and I like, I'm okay with it. I know Patrick Mahomes is, is, is more expensive than Lamar Jackson. I know Lamar's typically had a, a higher rushing floor, but man, just give me, give me all the Patrick Mahomes this week, just nonstop, just every single lineup, Patrick Mahomes, uh, this Washington defense just cannot defend the pass at all. Uh, Clyde, they're not going to rely on Daryl Williams against this football team defense to, uh, that's actually good at, at stopping the run. Uh, it's, 
he's going to drop back to pass 50 plus times. It's going to be, it's going to be great for Mahomes. Davis as a uh, KC truther, your thoughts. I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) No, I mean, I I said, I I, I thought this last week, you know, I thought it was like Kansas city has no more time to mess around. Like they, I mean, they're already going to be a wild card team at best. They're going to have to win, um, you know, three games to get into the super bowl this year. And I would imagine that with CH injured, like what's their run to pass ratio going to be 70 30. Like, uh, I think we should see a lot of um, my, I guess that they will do it as a substitute for rushing. I think we're going to see a ton of like jet sweep style stuff. I think they'll run some stuff out of the pistol, you know, using Hardman and Tyreek laterally, but yeah, I mean, Mahomes should be the highest owned quarterback this week. I, unfortunately the Adam Levitan, uh, Jedi bell curve meme, I think is not going to be true this week. I think that, uh, I think this will probably be the most owned that we see the combination of Mahomes, Tyreek and Kelsey, uh, and, and Hardman as well be owned by my caveat to that, to that would be to that, uh, <laughs> do we have Sorry. any like standout, like value plays this week? Like how are we making it work? Like we, we would probably need Dalvin cook to not play. And we probably are going to need, you know, some three $3,500 wide receivers to choose from. Yeah. I mean, I do think, I do think Hardman is going to end up being incredibly popular. Just, I know Tyreek's going to play, but just coming off the knee thing and then Hardman leading him in targets last week, he's going to be, I think the Mahomes Kelsey Hardman is probably going to be the the chalk uh, double. But as far as cheap guys, I mean, you mentioned Rashad Bateman, uh Watkins coming off the hamstring injury here too he's projecting as a good value if he plays so if you remove Watkins or something and then you got Bateman at 3000 that that could be pretty fun yeah I, I wanted to actually talk about this because Eric Bimefor had a one of his famous tweet threads uh earlier today where he talked about a uh, flaw in his game and that is like how there's no real spend up options now because the value is gone this season um so he says now they're this is like the third tweet, but now there are really no pun options and even very few spin up options as we get into bye weeks, creating this super tight grouping of basically all the relevant plays at every position outside of like Travis Kelsey. So he, he talks about like how to differentiate that and find like find that lineup construction that might be different than in the past. Tuttle, what are your thoughts on that? Good job, Eric. Good job with that thread. Good job. <laughs> soccer, 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 Dave, soccer, Dave, reading Eric Bimefor threads is that that no, now I just we're... read one of the five tweets and then I asked Tuttle and I, I feel like I, feel I did like not Tuttle... read the tweet. I'm, I'm guessing I could be completely wrong. Um, I'm guessing I'm missing some context from just getting one, one of he, the five. So what, what Eric tweets. was saying is that the, the, the game this year has actually transitioned from picking the right punts to go with the various obvious stud plays of, you know, Christian McCaffrey or the, the David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell years. And now it's more about being able to differentiate between Jamar Chase and DJ Moore as like mid-tier plays or whatever, that it's a, it's, it's a different game on DraftKings now, of course, you know, on FanDuel, it's play whoever you want. Yeah. He, he ended with the days of Braxton Berrios and Malcolm Brown, uh, Malcolm Brown chalk. 
to fit 10k players are pretty much gone sad exclamation point so there, there definitely has been less value i mean that that's 100 true um we're i mean in terms of like obviously we're super early in the week so figuring out where the the mid tier exposure is going to come this early is, is a little difficult to to figure out but like i guess maybe like robert woods would be popping as a potential popular play in that 6k range so to go off of t, eric's t, theory t, would be t probably t higgins yeah i, Don't I have also like 5k just, or whatever i feel like the pricing too just their algorithm is better this year i mean does it don't you feel like last year if Kadarius tony was coming off this week he would have been priced up to like 4600 4, i was gonna say 4200 yeah. and yeah. they pop him all the way to 5600 i mean that's that's an aggressive change it's probably warranted uh, but i just don't remember well, them being that aggressive previously you know part of their algorithm is ownership based and t yeah. or uh, Kadarius tony was was chalk not chalk but like owned like the combination of owned plus smash does a lot in their algorithm i think but he yeah, was does, actually lower owned than i thought he was gonna be Tony. because of because of madison like uh had we not gotten the madison news yeah, he, he would have been he would have been um i don't know 35 percent or whatever in cash games probably yeah because i was like actively on tournament teams like oh no i can't eat chalk tony here yeah and then he, he shows up at like 10 13 ownership i'm like wow that sucks yeah the josh reynolds play did not quite get there no. all right you have to marcus pick johnson a cheap, baby you have to pick a cheap quarterback this week who is it mac jones Tuttle? does heineke count <sighs> yeah, sure. all right heineke oh well he- heineke is the best yeah that's true Carson Wentz, big T. I was I was waiting for someone to say Wentz, fifth highest team total on this. I, I, I don't know. I still don't like. I don't buy it at all, dude. <laughs> it's just gonna be like Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack rushing for three hundred combined yards, basically. I don't. Do you think they'll use Marlon Mack? They have been. They're trying to showcase them, man. Well, they feel. I feel like they've already showcased them, and like now it's time to trade them or 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 don't. Because Would you say they need who, to shit or get off the pot, Dave? Yeah. Who's like who's Kansas trading? City who's trading needs, for a running back? Like, what does Marlon Mack do for the Chiefs? He, Chiefs. he makes he makes them worse because the, the the Chiefs should pass on every down. The Chiefs running is not even smart. So it's Kyle Shanahan matter. would love to trade a future <laughs> third for Marlon Mack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, let's open up DraftKings and uh, create one of our infamous DraftKings lineups. If, uh, if you need help with your DraftKings lineup, speaking of, make sure that you are tuning in Sunday mornings on Roto Grinders as we do the crunch time shows, getting you ready for the slate and the RG premium projections and optimizer there, rotogrinders.com slash lineup HQ. All right, let's get to the DraftKings lineup. Tuttle, I'll let you go first. Okay. I'm going to go. So I, I had like a list of terrible takes written out as potential. I feel called to this guy now because Peter mentioned his exact price tag when he was doing the, the Kadarius Tony riff. Um, DraftKings has generally done a good job of pricing up for role changes so far this season. One role change that I think is going to go a little bit overlooked is our guy Rondell Moore actually 
ran more routes than Christian Kirk for the first time last week. Led, Jumping into led that, the team in rushing. Yeah, led the team in rushing. He got three carries last week. He's 4,600. I'm going to plug him into this lineup, and he is my terrible take of the week. Per, per the official gadget floor calculator, he also has had a minimum of one gadget play inside the red zone every game this season. True and story. That, yeah, that means something. That's why I like Tommy Trimble. They use him also with gadget plays. <laughs> Those rushing, yep. yeah. Yep. Okay, uh, Peter, I'll let you go next. Um, yeah, I am uh, I'm incapable of not uh, – correlating and i i love this mini and i don't think we're going to game stack arizona cleveland let's do um let's do kareem hunt who continues to see a ton of work i think he'll go overlooked at 6200 with swift getting a lot of ownership at 6300 uh and if rondell moore is cooking maybe hunt comes along for the ride yeah okay so in general yeah um the comment I'm not I'm not saying for this lineup, but the comment I wanted to make here is like, bring it back with Odell. Everybody's quit on this guy, right? Everyone's quit on Odell. Ro- Odell Odell is um, the play that Robert Woods would have been had Robert Woods been on the main slate last week. I, I I'm okay to pivot pivot my uh, my hunt no, we to can, Odell here. We can we can I'm, keep I'm fine with hunt. hunt. Yeah, we can yeah. we can keep hunt. Uh, I'm gonna go Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown. All right, and I'm going to do what Davis is talking about, the double stack, and go with uh, Mark Andrews. He finally got it last week. Finally got it, and it, I don't think it's going to stop. Uh, it's, uh, this team is too good to be uh, our, our Swolecast cash game team, so someone's got to mm-hmm. make a bad pick. Tuttle, you got to make a bad pick here. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know the bad pick to make, um, but I, I don't think I can do it. Um, yeah, I'm not going to make a bad pick. The the bad pick would be to bring Jalen Guyton back as part of the double stack. No, no, I'm not doing it. I'd play Parham. I'd play Parham and Flex over Guyton for for real. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. But that's that's the uh, that's the play to really muddy this team up a little bit. Um, I'm just going to go. We talked about him. Well, no, I'm. I'll bring it back with Chalky Keenan Allen. Well, he, he probably won't be chalky, but I don't think he will be chalk. People are getting off of him. I, I uh, think he will be. He projects pretty well at 6,400. This is Mike Williams' team now. It's tough yeah, not being Mike, the alpha. Mike, Mike Williams costs more than Cooper Cup, which Keenan, is wild. Keenan, <laughs> Keenan's ownership is going to be one of those that Blender does the Sunday afternoon, showing that Keenan is like way more owned in higher stakes contests and way lower owned in like the you know $12 single entry and stuff like that like he'll be Keenan will be like 12% and that but be like 34% in the double spy or whatever uh is it back to me it is all right let's do uh let's do Darrell Henderson at running back such a good play yeah uh cheap defense is not great this week but you can play the um the it, it doesn't really matter you can play whoever uh and then and then a flex i i like uh i like uh average amari at six thousand, and you can play them with the schmleveland schmounds i think not that it matters 
could also play the uh, Shemishmoit Lions, and uh, then you have 6,200 if you wanted to get Sutton. Sutton in there. David loves Cortland Sutton. I do. I do like him. Hey, is uh, is Dalton Schultz going to stop being the alpha and allow Amari no. Cooper and C.D. <laughs> Lamb to ever get more than like five targets? No, he's the tight end four in fantasy and he is third on the team and it's it's absurd i i was uh talking about this with colin this morning i mean the the cowboys are just like the eighth best team in the nfl now or whatever and they just run the ball and they have a good defense it's it's boring like we need we need uh, trevon Diggs to get injured and stuff like we need them to start hawking the ball okay um uh, i do just want to that's say- a pretty good lineup yeah I am I am tossing this in a few contests. It's actually a great week um, for free rolls. I am tossing this in the draft time matchups presented by Miller Light free roll. The five hour energy football challenge free roll. The five K Wrangler long live sports series free roll is back. And of course, the tried and true Modelo five K NFL beat the bus. So please don't dupe <laughs> me in any of those. Very nice. Uh, let's move on to running back. But before we move on to running back, make sure you hit that like button, that subscribe button. Leave a comment in the in the comment section, just letting us know how you're feeling about this week. It helps us out. It helps us grow the uh, the channel, grow the brand as we continue on. Running back now, uh, Tuttle. Who do you like this week behind the tackles? I, I can't, I can't I mean, take that, it. That's that's too like, much. That was you were having a good good show and you pushed yeah, it too that far. That was like that was like Evan Silva talking about how Peyton Barber looks good I, level. It was like it was like I was up in the air and I didn't know what I was gonna do with the ball yet. Uh and I didn't know if I should shoot it or pass it. And it just ended up being bad. <laughs> high, sc- high school Dave would have shot that. High that school Dave yeah. Total, what are you seeing on the gridiron here? <laughs> the halfback perspective <laughs> uh, the giggle gang uh, is back all right Tuttle, what do you like your running back <laughs> well my uh excellent co-hosts already mentioned daryl henderson it's it's the week of the the daryls and Darrells, right uh daryl henderson daryl williams uh probably two of the higher owned running backs this week completely okay with it deandre swift is another guy in that kind of mid-tier range uh, waiting on C-Max status, if he's active, obviously the top overall RB at the position. Um, Jonathan Taylor is interesting to me um, and his ownership. I'm, I'm excited to see what Jamino runs out here for uh, his first projected ownership. Yeah, but he's going to like, he's going to be owned. I, like, I think he's going to be pretty, pretty heavily owned. Uh, it's just such a nut spot for the Colts rushing attack. Uh, so I think he'll be heavily owned. And then Ant- Antonio Gibson too, it'll be interesting to see how people treat the Washington football fullbacks or running backs, I should say, uh, like Gibson there. But I think people will also do the McKissick thing um, and hope that they're playing from behind. And I think with, that's, with that's completely fine. With Heineke yeah. or, or as like a Mahomes bring back? Well, like we already mentioned RSJ, so cheap. So like it, it's so easy just to go McKissick and RSJ with Heineke and yeah. pe- use like Tyreek as is, is the, the high price spend or something from Kansas City. Davis? Well, I mean, I do think that Jonathan Taylor is, even with what I expect to be pretty gnarly ownership, I do think he is the best running back play of the week. We have him projected as the fifth highest scoring player. Uh, We have Daryl Henderson projected as the sixth. I also, 
um there is there is this like boomerang effect that happens with guys like alexander madison so he got the price bump but not near enough because don't don't you guys think against the carolina panthers if if dalvin is ruled out on friday or whatever like shouldn't madison just be as chalky and as good of a play as he was the last two times he started i mean he's been phenomenal they've been using him in the passing game they've been using him at the goal line like i i think that in my personal play, I would go back to 100% of him, and I think I would even play him over uh, guys we have projected a little bit better, like DeAndre Swift and Aaron Jones. I mean, to me, Madison, when Cook is out, is like, I don't know, the third best running back in fantasy or something. Yeah. Uh, Peter, any, like if you're spinning up on running back, who is it this week? I mean, if you're spending up, it's, I mean, if McCaffrey plays, it's him. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of guys to pay up for, I guess. I mean, Eckler, I think just getting in that game environment, I think will be nice. And he's priced up enough where you look at the kind of points per dollar of all those other guys. And he projects as kind of like the worst points per dollar play at 7,900. So he might go uh, just a smidge overlooked, just like he did last week as well. And if that game, yeah. Um, the only other guy, like if we're trying to get anything cheap, I mean, we've already mentioned Darrell Williams. Both the Broncos guys, I think, project fairly decently at their price points. They're in just like a true 50-50, but they're both getting some good uh, red zone usage and looks there. Uh, Javante Williams actually had more high-value touches for to Gordon's too. So I think that's probably more of like a large field uh, play than you know your single entry three max but Javante Williams at 5,000 doesn't look too bad to me we need we need an official gam ruling on Javante Williams Pete yeah man what was the what was the play did he just like shred four tackles or something is that the like, one I'm thinking of more of that he got like a screen pass and like threw two guys off and then drug like three more guys past the first down line it was it was pretty impressive yeah he's he's fun we just need Melvin Gordon out of there so we can get bell cow Javante Williams Speaking of Broncos running backs or former Broncos running backs, we nice have a situation one, in New York where Devontae yeah. Booker is filling in for Saquon Barkley. Listen, he had eight high-value touches last week. On FanDuel, he is, I feel like, definitely in play if, if you wanted to try to spend out the rest of the money because it's hard to do. But, Tuttle, what's your, what's your thoughts on Devontae this, this week? Yeah, I wanted to to kind of open up some discussion on him, so I'm very grateful and yeah, uh, glad you did that. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, good point for dollar option. Uh, he'll, he'll always hold a place near and dear to my heart because I don't know if you guys remember last season um, when everybody was like still hating on David Montgomery. This was like maybe oh, one game after the David it. Montgomery. Yeah, it was like one game after the David this Montgomery. This was me. Breakout. I was, I was, this was me. Well, you weren't the only one. You weren't the only one. Like DFS Twitter it was, oh, David Montgomery's too slow. Blah. And it was obvious he had just run into some massive role. Um, and so he, he was like just midst of his breakout and Devontae Booker opened up. I Whoever the running back, Melvin Gordon got hurt or whatever, or, or had his drunken DUI thing last year. And Booker was in play, and people were like, "Oh, Booker's a better play than David Montgomery." And hey, he was not. Um, but completely he, different he situation. Really, he really, I think, I think he got like six points, and I think Montgomery had like twenty-seven or something. It was, it was really bad. And I, yeah, I, I, bad. I, I either bet you or I bet TJ that week, and just got absolutely punished. 
Yeah. Um, but all that to say, that's not the case this week. He's, he's a legitimately good play. I think your biggest issue here would just be wondering if the giants can get anything going on offense. Um, I think Daniel, I mean, Daniel Jones is expected to play, but especially if he's not, then that, that would be the huge issue for me is that their offense might just not do enough that even if he's the main guy, he's, he's not going to pan out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Davis, your thoughts. So I, I guess the thing for me would be, I, I think it's going to be very unlikely that the giants are able to play a competitive game here. And the, the the fact that Ingram is now healthy, they weren't really throwing it to Saquon anyway, and they have Kadarius Tony in, in the slot as well, and they might even be doing like some weird bunch formation stuff because Kenny Galladay is out, but Sterling Shepard is back in. Like I, I just feel like you gotta have a pretty low target expectation for Booker, and if he does end up getting there, it's gonna be like six dump offs and like a two yard touchdown. So like in terms of cheap running backs uh i i definitely prefer jamal williams uh, or not jamal williams daryl williams i i was just looking at the wrong thing i mean i i my probably my biggest hot take is that the removal of one or the other of them means that daryl is actually going to have a better role for fantasy than ch had and also the other take would be uh ch isn't really that good so i don't think it matters that daryl is is just a guy and that actually daryl and daryl if, if you know theoretically you're doing like a, a chargers raven stack or a cardinals browns daryl is going to give you big leverage on a mahomes explosion because if daryl has like 22 mahomes probably only has like you know three touchdowns or whatever all right let's move on to wide receiver where i think we uh, go ahead tuttle yeah, I just wanted to get one more thing about Daryl there, um, because I, I do think it'll be, it, we'll see what his ownership comes out, but I, I, he's, he's going to be very highly owned. Um, so Davis kind of mentioned role changes with CEH out of there. Yeah, Like they could just run McKinnon back there and literally just go back to throw 80% of the time this game. Like I, I think that's really with, within the range of outcomes. So if, if you see William, like what Davis said about Williams being strong leverage off uh, Mahomes agree with, but the other side of this is if you see Williams ownership going to creep into the 20 to 30% range, which it it probably will like, just do not play that guy in tournaments. Yeah. hundred percent. agree. Boots boots on the ground, Peter, the, uh, the Patriots running back situation. What are you hearing there? Uh, You know, I haven't heard a lot. I've had my kind (laughs) of ear just right up against the ground trying to you know have some of the sound vibrations come through and there's not a lot of chatter right now dave have you asked your your mother-in-law if she's Uh, heard anything yeah she thinks (laughs) she's fed up with damian harris and she she keeps telling me it's a ramondre stevens sison and i'm like what (laughs) did you thought it was bolden sison yeah well in this game it might be I wish I get it. Bolden. It's just like his role is just so locked in, but it's just like the least exciting role of all he's, time. He's almost 32, dude. Yeah. The, uh, the, the coach's quote that got me laughing the hardest this week was Ramondre Stevenson got into the game and he was too tentative. It's like, <laughs> no shit. You bench the guy after one fumble and like leave him off the active list for three straight games. Of course he's going to be, yeah, all right i got i got a trivia i got a trivia question for you guys who oh do you boy. think who do you think was drafted to the new england patriots first brandon bolden or shane vereen uh wait same year. They, same year yeah same 
weren't they like at both third round picks too? So Shane Vereen was, uh, you are, you are thinking of a different third round running back. Uh, oh, James for, White, Shane Vereen. Were they the same year? I'm going to go. Lawrence, Lawrence Maroney. I will go. I will go find out that other running back. St- Stephen Ridley is the guy you were thinking of. Uh, Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden actually the the year after. So like Shane Vereen been out of the NFL for five years. Brandon Bolden still hanging around. So you kind of did a lot it. in things where you were you wanted us to say. Yeah, he he got me on that. Yeah, very nice. Uh, how about how about just remembering Stephon Ridley existed? What a what a what a blast that was. Good good uh, good memory by Did, there, the though. the Pats have drafted that same running back like a hundred times. A hundred. The Ramondre, Ridley, Ramondre the David Steve, Harris, just the, Ramondre just Stevenson. Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson is really just fancy Jonas Gray if you think about it. All right, uh, let's let's talk about a fifth round pick as we move on to wide receivers. And I just want to have a moment of silence for Quintus Cephas, who is out better than the Jonathan year Taylor. I've heard on, uh, on, on IR, so no longer with us. Uh, Shucks, we can't we can't really figure out then. I guess who who is better. It's just hard to say. Yeah. This uh, this Lions uh, wide receiver core, though, I I feel like they're they'll they'll be okay without them. Uh, so <laughs> so long, Quintus. We'll see you next year. Uh, we'll talk to you next year. Let's uh, let's talk about some of these high price wide receivers that you might want to pay for. You got to pay up for one, Peter. Who is it? Uh, uh I mean, it, it, does Cup count as a high price at seventy nine hundred? Are you talking about Adams Hill and Mike? No, he, he counts, bro. I, I think Cup. I, I don't I don't understand why Cup isn't, I don't know, the second uh most expensive wide receiver, like after Devontae Adams. So yeah, give me Cup there and getting that price discount on Hill and Williams. Davis. Uh I mean, my my hot take for the week is that people are gonna bounce back off of DJ Moore after he disappoints them one time, but it would it would be it would be um Tyreek for me it, it's got to be uh given given what Tuttle just said about like we we really might see like Mahomes might just throw 55 times here in in a game where they win by 20 like it just might be it might just be scorched earth season for the uh the Kansas City Chiefs Davis you were talking about how he was hurt or maybe it was Nate was talking about he was hobbling and you co-signed on Nate's take but he has had like a knee injury pop up and now a quad. Like, do we have a, like a definitive take on what's wrong with Tyreek? Well, he's listed, he's listed with the knee injury. So that would be the definitive take. I mean, my guess would be what Tyreek weighs 205 pounds and they're trying to give him the ball 12 times a game. So it just, he might not even be 205. I mean, just probably that guy getting hit a bunch of times, especially with with the way he moves because he's always moving laterally yeah. and planting so hard. Like, and Davis, I don't, I don't I don't mean to correct you, uh, but he he was listed with a knee injury, but now he's listed with a quad contusion, no longer a knee injury. So, so yeah, hey, it's, it's uh, probably not great. Might want to check that. Might want to check the news before. We what 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 did he do in week four after Nate mentioned he had? Yeah, I think he had an injury. If I remember had, correctly, uh, I think he had ninety-seven draftings points. <laughs> he, had, he had fifty. Fifty. Uh, 11, 11 catches and three touchdowns. Toto, so. what do you what do you think about the idea that Tyreek just any given week without even knowing matchup or anything else, you you just take Tyreek over Devontae because he 
is more likely to be the highest scoring player of the slate. Do you think that's true? No. Not more likely. Yeah. And that's fair. I mean, I, I just ask. I, I am a tight homer. Like, if you wanted to like factor in ownership and say he's a better player every week because of that and take that into consideration, you probably have a better argument. Peter, what are your thoughts just on overall the wide receiver position? Because it really seems like this week is the week where wide receivers are going to unlock the key to winning your your contest. More more so than any other week, wide more receiver so, is the I skeleton think, key. I think this is this is the week. You got a lot of different options. Price, you know the the price constraints are all pretty concentrated. Got a lot of the the other guys. Uh, that you would want to play on the different slates. So your thoughts on wide receiver this week? Yeah, uh, I do think it'll be pretty spread out uh, if up in that uh, mid to upper range, uh, just because there's no one that's just jumping out as a screaming value. I do think Keenan Allen is going to catch a decent amount of ownership. I think Higgins is going to become kind of the steamed guy this week at 5,300 came back after injury uh, and immediately had a, a pretty nice role right there. He wasn't on any kind of limitation. So I think he's going to be popular. I could see Pittman being very popular as well at 5,500 coming off of that oh, yeah. decent game on Monday night. I think he's going to project well there. Uh, I think the other thing too, is you have, you, we mentioned Keenan, but also like CD lamb and Deandre Hopkins who might, come in a, a little overlooked i think just because there are some better projecting plays there so might be some spots to buy low on some guys we know are talented yeah let me uh let, let me interject here and give the uh, soccer dave great play of the week presented by BetMGM, where ten dollars can win you or immediately gives you two hundred dollars so the uh the soccer dave great play of the week is terry mclaurin f1 yeah but he's like going to be 27 percent owned in single entry you think stuff? he's going to be chalk yeah the huge chalk people are people There's, are there are so many options like what we just talked about like peter just ran what's, through what's the 11 narrative different bro? options and, and f1 wasn't there what's the most what's the most what's the biggest narrative in the nfl right now the the chiefs defense is going to ruin their season we just we just saw the bills put up 38 national tv game i mclaurin is going to be dumb chalk well and you agree with that I mean, the only the only thing would be who's going to be the popular bringback, and it's going to be both McLaurin and Ricky Seals Jones, right? Probably used equally as bringbacks yeah. there. Yeah. Depends on if Diami Brown plays this week. No one, no one is going to play him or Cam Sims <laughs> or anything. Adam, hum oh, Adam Humphreys week, baby. Oh, uh, or Gibson week. So you've got uh, yeah, you agree, Tuttle, as far as chalk, dumb chalk, as Davis says, Terry McLaurin. I can see like twenty percent range, maybe. I don't think it's going to be out of control. But the the other thing that you, you have to take in, can, into consideration is what these guys were alluding to. He's going to be used as part of stacks too, right? Like so, if if you're using McLaurin almost maybe use them not as part of a game stack or as, as maybe a, a secondary stack with one other Kansas city guy, as opposed to a full out game stack. Yeah. That, that actually makes sense. Like sub him in to like a, a chargers stack or whatever, like T Terry McLaurin and, and 
uh, Donald Parham with uh, Hollywood Brown bring back or whatever. That's like a, a weird little way to do it. Davis, how's your voice so far? Is it all right? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I just okay. I'm just a little little runny, little little froggy. You know how it goes. Yeah, I do. Okay, uh, Peter or not Peter, uh, Dan. Who are some other wide receivers that you like this week? I mean, we talked about most of them. The guy that all I think is going to be the highest own in the five K range is somebody Pete mentioned, uh, Pittman. I think he's the guy that could could hit kind of dumb chalk status on on DraftKings. Yeah. Um, which again, if he does completely fine fading could totally be a Jonathan Taylor runs the ball 30 times type of game. Um, but based on recent performance and the price tag, how it fits everything in, in matchup, I think he'll be uh, super high owned. I'd like Davis's take a lot on DJ Moore uh, because I do not think he'll be heavily owned. We've seen, um, you know, the upside there. We've seen how many targets he can get. The real, the, the reality is Robbie Anderson is just trash. Um, anytime Darnold like, targets him it's just completely inefficient um which means he'll probably go off this week now but uh like Moore is probably in line for 10 to 15 targets and could completely smash in the spot for sure uh more bring it back with adam thielen who's down to 5800 type of thing yeah can we finally put to rest robbie anderson i feel like we're if we're saying it it's gonna happen this week some of us have been putting him to rest for a while Gretch, Gretch isn't putting him to rest. He said uh, 41.4% catch rate, uh, 40 uh, racer this year, which is uh, air yards to receiving yards ratio. And his 15.2 A dot indicates role has changed from last year, but air yards have been solid for four or five weeks. So, so the, I don't know. So the issue then is that Sam can't throw a downfield ball is basically what we're saying. Teddy, with Teddy's, I, I, feel, I feel comfortable saying Teddy's better than, than Darnold, I think. Didn't we have a little bit of a squeaky wheel? Uh, with yeah, two Robbie weeks Anderson. ago. Yeah, uh, it, it happened two weeks ago. And DJ Moore had 35. <laughs> yeah, he's getting – so the thing is, he is – like they are supposedly – or it would look like they're trying to get him more involved, like the targets have been there. But when you – I mean, when you catch five of 11 targets, two of seven, again, it sounds like a lot of those weren't catchable. But it's just like it, – it could hit, and it probably will since we've we've – Dan Pandem, but you know. <laughs> uh, some of the comments. Uh, Avon says, "No way, McLaurin going to be chalk." LOL. Uh, Liam Murphy says, "You guys aren't afraid of that Texans D." That's a good point, Davis. I'll, I'll bet. I'll make bets with people on McLaurin being chalk. Give me. Yeah, he'll be. Yeah. What do you want to? So you, anyone you would have to, to define chalk. What over fifteen percent in single entry and three max? I get. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be over 15. Because Heineke himself will be like eight, and and like 95% of Heineke teams will be McLaurin RSJ. Okay, we mentioned that uh, Cortland Sutton as well. Uh, that so, game... he's, the, he's the air yards king. Guy, guy is the absolute. Uh, what's that? What's that metric that Hermsmeyer shills? Whopper. Bitcoin. Man, I, 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 I <laughs> tough scene. Haven't, haven't seen, uh, haven't seen Hermes Meyer tweet about, uh, about Bitcoin all week. I wonder why. <laughs> that, was, that was a softball. Stop being a charlatan. Um, here, let me, let me go. I'll go look at Whopper right now. I bet I, if I had to guess, I bet Cortland Sutton is like third in the NFL in Whopper. Yeah. We haven't really talked about the Raiders either. Like what's going to, 
What's going to happen with them this week? Davis, do you, do you buy the narrative that they might be a little bit distracted by this week's events? I mean, that's hard for me to imagine that John Gruden is like that good of a coach anyway. So like, I don't, I don't really see it being much of anything. I guess the, if, if I wanted to recommend a sneaky play on the Raiders, it would be Jacobs who has actually um, been playing a ton. Uh, and, and they, they, Ken, Kenyon Drake played a lot the first two weeks for whatever reason. And then I, I guess after watching Peyton Barber go for 27 touches and 140 yards and a touchdown, they, they were like, we just need more of that. And so I think it's that uh, Jacobs has had like 88% of the running back touches the last two weeks. He's got eight targets and scored a touchdown in each of the games. So feels, feels like uh, Jacobs, it would be the, the way if you wanted to get sneaky there. They were like trying to manufacture him touches in the receiving game too, which is as somebody who needed Henry Ruggs last week was not fun to watch. Um, yeah, that yeah, was rough. That was brutal. Why yeah, do they? Ruggs. Why do they hate Henry Ruggs? Like, why? Why can't they don't know how to use him? <sighs> he, he just runs a go route every it, single freaking snap. It's so annoying. It's- He's 5.5K on FanDuel this week, and that's exactly where we're headed. FanDuel to make a lineup. You're having a great show, Dave. I don't know you if are. I told Good you that. You are. Good transitions and everything. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's let's start with uh, with you, Peter, in his FanDuel lineup. FanDuel.com. Yeah. Uh, I do think uh, Rondell Moore is a nice pick over here as well at 5,700, but we already did that. And let's let's spread our wings here. Let's, let's, uh, let's try to do something different. I will go ahead and man, all the plays I want to do, we've already played on, <laughs> on the other site. All right. I played, uh, I played hunt on DraftKings where there is full point PPR. There is famously only half point PPR on Just Vandal. Make so- a pick, Peter. <laughs> He's, trying to He's, He's trying to, I'm trying to build drama build kitchen. I'm giving the people free content. You're trying to get us out of here. No, I mean, no, our sponsor no, MGM no. wants this. It's bet it's bet MGM. Yes. <laughs> promo code grinders bet will give us All right, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. People just want the football takes. If you read the comments last week, you understand. They don't Dave, did you really read the comments last week? Of course I did. I read the comments every week. Dude, I got I got one Twitter notification about the show yeah. and I like mentally was like absolutely not paying attention to any of this like that's all going yeah. on my mental mute list like why would you do that to yourself bro for me it's to become a better host um and to be Dave, but you, you know, know to give every the people week what they want but you know that everyone hates the titans and the moon cats like you can't possibly think when we do these shows <laughs> that people like like you you can't think that the hear ye hear ye titans bit was good like who wanted that a lot of a lot of people you know no. what people did not we are like actively telling want, you it's terrible no it, davis like i there have been lots of shows where i have taken off and listen i didn't want to get into like negative name calling and pointing fingers but the show that you were not on was the one that got the most positive comments and i don't think that's a coincidence at all i mean no they probably did a good job. I don't know. The, the Sammy's very They did good. do a good job. And if you took your job seriously, you would understand that, but you don't, you don't care. You don't care what the people think. Like not reading the comment section. I would like never do biggest, that. I never read the comments biggest, to anything I do. Well, I don't. Well, 
that is, is this a, a performance review that, that just you don't want to get that you <laughs> don't want to get better. It, it only took us 55 minutes to get to to this point so this is good <laughs> we have improved we did I yeah did. i mean we could have got to the giggle gang a little bit earlier i'm i'm legitimately shocked dave is this shook by the comments like he must have spent some time like reading them i said this on Twitter like there were a ton of might be the most comments we've ever gotten on a show outside the truly blitz shows um and people were serious they want they want serious football takes they want total to talk more and they want less of Davis like that we all know that's the, true we all know people tune into the show for picks that's why people yeah I agree with, I agree with Davis here is that you were just not very cognizant of this somehow David like people want picks, dude. That's why they would listen Just to us. Self-aware. It's a it's it was a wake up call, Peter. I mean, you. What was your thought after seeing the reviews from last week? Uh, I I can't tell if you're trolling or not, Dave. Because and this is why I asked you if you actually watched the show because <laughs> we we told people to leave those comments. Well, you said to show Soccer Dave <laughs> that you're doing a good job. Kitchen. I read all the comments and like 80% of them yeah, were exactly off the what we bit said to say. of telling yep. them to write that. No, it literally people said it was the best show they have ever we seen. We told them to write <laughs> <That's>, that, Kitchen. <laughs> so so Dave actually didn't watch the show. That he was said, I did. Yeah. watching. Yeah, no, that you definitely didn't. Didn't it raise a red now, flag I when half of them were I was commenting uh, like as the show was going on, and I even it, left a comment on the Swolecast show last week. Eighty percent of the comments were, "I can't tell what was different this week." Like yeah, you really think Davis people couldn't tell on. what was different? It was Davis there, not being on. I I'm just now realizing that Dave, this was all just a bit for him to it try and get me tilted. <laughs> yeah, we're back, Davis, baby. Please, I would just We're say, back. Davis, like, take your job a little more seriously. Like, you're like, this is not, this is not like a free, a free show. Like, we we have to pay for you to be on this show. So maybe take take your job a little more seriously, and like, Dan, care, Dan, care about do what you the remember, people want. Do you remember? I think three years ago when we were setting up doing this show for the year, Dave was trying to get me to do the show for free. Because he said that my because daily, you were plugging your site. He said that you my were, daily roto backdrop was that 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 it was an advertisement for daily roto because of my backdrop. How do you not get this? <laughs> this is business one hundred and one. I do, I do remember that. My my favorite my favorite though was when Evan Silva called me up before week one. It was like trying to. He's like, man, you got to ask for more money for the show, yep. man. He was like, what should I ask for? Like three two k a show, two k an episode, or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, this was like, the same year that Silva did. Higher than I think I would ask. Silva did like eight other shows, so like had to tell. Like, listen, the behind the pot paywall Swolecast is good, Silva, with you on the show. But when you're doing Fantasy Shane show as well, as well for free <laughs> on the Fireball, the Fireball Fantasy Show, uh, then it's a just the the scarcity. It, it wasn't rare, basically, that year. So if Silva was getting 2K, I think I need to go have a negotiation. <laughs> you need to negotiate your rates. Silva did not get 2K. He was trying to get me to go up to that price point so that he had more, more bargaining power. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to ask for 2K a show. All right. It's 3.30, and I wish I could lie and say I had a work meeting. I don't have anywhere to be. But can we speed this up? 
Yeah, can we? We're can on we such this a good. Pete, Pete and I have to go. A... We have to go. We have to go mint some more dusty shit. So we need to get off air. <laughs> I did see, I get the lazy I did line. see Davis. I did see Davis earlier, like agree with Eric that oh yeah, everything is just so dusty now. With everything's a profile pick after he has tried to spend <laughs> his past three weeks as an influencer pumping his bags. And realizing no, Eric's, it Eric's point, way. Eric, I, I am fascinated by NFTs, but Eric's point is totally legit. Which I is, told, I said the same thing a couple weeks ago, but it was in the comment section. So that's why you didn't read it. All oh. right, Peter, you said Chubb, uh, Tuttle, you're Yeah, next. and I don't even like that pick. I, I kind of panicked, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Do you want, do you want, do you want to redo it? Yeah, I want to redo it. Please. Um, Let's do, we didn't do Mixon in the other lineup. Let's do Mixon. Pretty, pretty, pretty sneaky with, um, with Pirine on the oh, COVID shit. list, actually, I, I actually think that Pirine could be like the 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 best uh, GPP running back play. Mixon, he, P, you said Pirine Davis, but I'm sure you meant Mixon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I mean, Pirine might be at. Well, again, we're recording this on Wednesday. Possible, right. he's, he's. It's active. a first look. It's no first one's look really, show. No one's someone really said. It's a first someone look actually show. said in the comments said it was the best first look show they've ever seen last week so better than pete's look. monday first look show yeah <laughs> all right John, uh jonathan taylor in this lineup oh wow whoa all right jonathan taylor joe mixon this is an alpha lineup this is a gam squad all right uh davis um let's go i actually think jamar chase will be super not chalky on FanDuel. i think on dk he's gonna cop some ownership but people are going to look at Jamar Chase as more expensive than DeAndre Hopkins and give him a big old not wave. Can't we can't do mixing and chase? Oh, you're you're mixing right. And you're chase. right. Yeah, in you're this right. Economy. Nah, can't can't do it in this economy. So let's go. Um, let's go. C, let's go. CD CD at seven thousand. I I don't think either Cowboys wide receiver will be particularly popular this week. All right, I'm um. I, I want to jam in Adams because I feel like you just you have to play him on Fandle because you can play pretty much whoever you want. Play whoever uh, you I, want. I'm actually going to go somewhere different. I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins. He's only 7.7K. Uh, this. Yeah, now that the alpha Max Williams is hurt, he we finally can get some more targets for DeAndre Hopkins. I like I like D Hop. <clears throat> I feel like people that did not play him or roster him last week um, did not have to endure going ninety percent of the game with like only five fantasy points. He's he sucked out big time uh, yeah. on like one of the last drives. I think I think he's a good play. I think he's too cheap on on FanDuel, but everybody seems to be touting him as like some sneaky role change when in reality it didn't really happen yeah a lot of sharp minds are um let's go peter you're next yeah let's uh both DraftKings and FanDuel. we're gonna play mark andrews you love to see it okay we still haven't picked a quarterback yet Tuttle. um wow are you trying to lead me into taking lamar jackson i will oblige i guess I, yeah <laughs> Ooh. 8,200 Lamar Jackson on, on FanDuel.com coming off the best game of his career. Pretty, pretty nice. All right. Uh, wide receiver and a flex, Davis. So we need a cheaper wide receiver. 
Uh, I just want to look for my own edification. Bateman five thousand probably a bad play on on Fanduel. But do we do do we do we eat the do we eat the chalk with fifty eight hundred dollar Pittman or do we play uh, six thousand dollar Kadarius Tony? I say Tony. Let's do Tony. Let's do Tony. All right, there we go. Tony plugging Denver Broncos defense. You got fifty nine hundred left kitchen. Unless you want to go cheaper at D. What can Kitchen do with fifty nine hundred? Go Javante Williams if you wanted to. Um, oh, there's the Devontae Booker range too. Yeah, Devontae Booker. Devontae, let's go Booker. You know, being FanDuel, it's a half point PPR site, so <laughs> uh, you're more likely to uh, to play running backs in that flex spot. So yeah, let's go. Let's go, Booker. Man, that's a good lineup. That's a really good lineup. I don't love the two two giants, but um, not gonna not gonna worry about it here. Yeah. Also, this is recorded on Wednesday, so if we get um, any updated injury news with the Giants, sure put there. Okay. Uh, Peter, thoughts on this? Uh, I think it's a great lineup. I'd play it in a lot of different formats. Personally, I'm playing it in the 30k Sunday NFL squib single entry. So please don't dupe me in that. Okay. All right, uh, and then we talked about Mark Andrews as tight end. Uh, Travis Kelsey also. Uh, Davis, you mentioned Evan Ingram. Let's get those Ricky Seals Jones hot takes out now. It's like I'm going to rank him like tight end five this week when I do my ranking, so <laughs> it seems like he's probably a pretty good play for 3,000 on DraftKings. Okay. He, he's missed a snap, one snap since Logan Thomas got hurt. One snap. All right. Um, any other cheap tight ends you like, Peter? The only other guy I'm seeing, well, I guess two guys down there. I think you could toss Jared Cook in. I think we like that game, 3,200. And also Johnny Smith at 3,000 uh, looks decent to me. Okay. Dude, he ran six routes last week. I don't know, man. It's hard It's hard to find a you, tight end you, production you in went, this economy. <laughs> you went Jared Cook over Parham? Sure. I'll go ahead and toss out uh, Hunter Henry also as an option, just because they might be playing from behind. Uh, and he did get eight targets last week. Could just continue to to see heavy volume when nobody else is doing anything in that offense. So hey, uh, Kitchen, this is a good time to uh, give Johnu Smith his eulogy if you want. Poor Johnu, man. At least he got paid. Uh, he he ran Smith six routes last week. Yeah. That was the thing that stood out to me the most. He, yeah, if, he, you t- did, if you told me before the season that he was be three K, like I would be like auto start. But total, man. did you see that they were lining him up as a fullback? When so so on a couple, I I I, can, I think this was Hayden Winks tweeted this, but I I can't remember. But he had like a couple screen grabs of like uh Janu down in like the three point stance, like knuckles in the dirt, like straight up, like guy like he's patrick ricard like it was i was dying dude. poor johnny he he almost got that end around to salvage at the end of the game too that we scored a t- where he could have scored a touchdown but that stuck out like bigly to me six routes is some some I mean, people some people whew. speculated that he might be like the third down back if if all these guys keep dusting off that would so be funny know. yeah that'd, that'd be, be fun. good all right uh final final thoughts davis on today's show um just like find the one of these games to have conviction in that is not 
uh, Kansas City, Washington and the Chargers Ravens game. Cause I, I mean, I really do think that those are going to be just like some absurdly chalky spots and maybe I'll be wrong and maybe the cards will flip over on Sunday and they won't be, but I I'm trying to talk myself into literally any of these other spots. Cause just nothing worse than having like a 180% cumulatively owned single entry team. Uh, Tuttle remind me who your terrible take was again. Rondale Moore. Um, and I do want to reiterate with the, the DraftKings lineup construction thing because people are so opposed to taking or playing two tight ends. Do want to reiterate, completely fine this week when you compare the 3K RSJ to what sort of value there is at wide receiver for the same price, just not comparable. Um, and we didn't talk about Darren Waller, who his price tag has also dropped significantly on DraftKings. Obviously not a great today. matchup. Oh, Waller did not practice. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. What was the injury? Do you know? Said his back, but I mean, he it could just he's twenty nine. It could be just be better at rest. Maintenance. Yeah, he's fine. Um, But even like a a Kelsey Waller lineup for set for thirteen six combined, um, I I like that a lot for tournaments. Okay, um, Peter. Yeah, I thought this show today felt kind of like a transition show for the show. You know, I feel like we, you know, we hit rock bottom a couple weeks ago. we maybe course corrected a little too much last week. And now we are going to kind of find the sweet spot because even though the outpouring of support for last week's show is it's humbling and it's great to see, we know that both you soccer, Dave and Davis are a huge part of this show. And we need to figure out how to proceed with the four of us succeeding. And I think today was a great step forward to accomplish that goal. Yeah, and I, I would just go ahead and 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 end it on saying I appreciate all the support uh, that I did get after saying that I was going to take it more seriously, that I was just going to kind of get back to to who I was, the the fabric of the you know the start of the Swolecast, the heavy football analysis, the sharp soccer Dave takes. Like I want to get back, I want to get back to that. Um, and so I took that that criticism and instead of like just it ignoring it like some people might do i chose to embrace it and i hope that was reflected on Dave, they're so, they're telling you that you literally wasted your time that it was fake criticism guys we're building to a really nice crescendo there <laughs> yeah davis please uh so if you uh your thoughts on the show leave in the comments section and give us a thumbs up promo code grinders bet on bet mgm and we'll see you next week week seven here on this whole cast and rotogrinders.com. Peace.